Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Butter Up Hun podcast. My name is Jen Newland. I am your host. And this is a podcast all about advice and relationship thoughts on ways for us to get better and to be our best self when we are dating. I have noticed in dating that if you don't know who you are and what you deserve and what your values are, then you're not going to be a very good partner to be in a thriving relationship. And unfortunately, many people just go by how somebody looks and decides right then and there if that's the person for them, but there's so much more to it. And when it comes to mate value, you have to know what your own value is. And this is not just in how you look, it's many different components. Know yourself, know your own value, and then find a mate of similar value to you. For today's topic, we're going to talk about dating advice for men. I thought this would be a fun topic because on dates that I've been on, I have a lot of thoughts and a lot of advice. And not that everything I say is relevant, but I did do my research. And I will say that I'm not the only one saying these things. So I'm going to give you seven tips on dating advice for men. And this is relevant for beginning stages of dating not full-on relationships. So let's go ahead and get started. My number one first piece of dating advice for men is to realize that on the first date, I get that we want to impress. I understand that there is a need for us to show up in our best selves. I also have found myself in situations in which I wanted to be my best and just realize that this is the first date and you gotta go simple. Because as a female, if I'm going on a first date and I'm wooed in by all of the um, fanciness and it's very distracting because I'm trying to get to know this person, but I'm distracted by the expensive meal or the fancy restaurant. And because I knew we were going to this restaurant, I probably went out and bought a new outfit and spent a bunch of money that I didn't need to spend. So make sure that on your first date you're going simple and you're also you know considering things where there's not a lot of distractions around so it could be a nice walk in a park it could be let's grab a coffee and take a walk or grab a drink you know well we have open container in some areas but grabbing a drink and going for a walk with it you know as a to-go um it can also just be just meeting for coffee or meeting for a quick drink at a quiet place, but it shouldn't be anything fancy. And don't get me wrong, women love beautiful restaurants and a beautiful experience, but there's time for that. And the first day purpose is not really to get into the trenches together. It's only to see if there's a connection. And when you keep it simple, not a full on like 10 course meal, then you're also able to easily exit the date if it's not something that you want to pursue. Number two, I like this one. This advice for guys is don't fear the hotties. All right, so many beautiful women that I know, some of my closest friends are absolutely gorgeous and men do not approach them. They just don't. And women are not looking for hot guys necessarily. Attraction, yes, but hotness is very subjective for women. And it makes sense because the evolution of dating psychology is men tend to look for attraction in women. That is the number one driver for men. It's just your natural instinct. 
and that's okay. But don't don't mistake that for women feeling the same way. Um, men's natural intake is attraction that they're looking for at the surface. And then for women, the number one thing that they're looking for is stability, consistency. And a lot of times it's just a normal guy. So we're not out there looking for the hottest, hottie, hot Mr. Guy out there. Most of the time, those guys are just fuck boys anyway. And someone that we're just, you know, if, we, if we're interested in them, it's just something fun and casual. And research shows that the majority of women that are seeking out men for attraction only are just looking for a short-term relationship and or casual sex. And so just know that women want the normal guy. So don't be afraid to approach her. And so many of my friends continuously say that men just never approach them. And when guys do, guys will say, you know, oh, I bet you get hit up by guys all the time. I bet you have a million guys that want to date you, but not really. Actually, not at all. That's not usually the case with women. So don't be afraid of the hotties. Just go ahead and approach them. Remember, they just want a normal guy. And number three. Number three is know who you are. Don't try to play games. Don't try to pretend like you're busy or doing, you know, super elusive. Just know who you are and don't project anything other than that. Be willing to understand yourself, which a lot of times requires you to spend time alone, you know, to figure out who you are, to be okay with solitude. And when you try to project someone that you're not, it comes across as very desperate. And when you're always trying to say things to impress your date, it's not sexy at all. It's, we really just want someone that's honest and real and, and, and willing to, to show us who that is. And understand that whatever you use to impress women is what the type of woman you're going to attract. So if you use your big boats and your fancy truck and you showcase on your social media, all of your friends and wealth and, and how, what a privileged life you live. If that's the most important thing to you, that's beautiful. That's great for you. That's the type of woman you're going to impress attract is a woman that also wants to live the best life and drink champagne on fancy yachts and go to parties and spend money. So if you're projecting wealth, then you're going to attract wealth to you. And I mean that in the sense you're going to attract a woman that wealth is very important to her. So if you're going to put that as what you're putting out, make sure you are wealthy because when the female finds out that you're not, she's not going to be okay with it. And it's the same for women. Women that on social media, if they use, say their best attribute is their body. Say they have a smoking hot bod, big boobs, big curves, whatever, whatever, whatever it is, it's super sexy. If every picture of them on their online profiles, dating profiles, social media, every single picture is showcasing their beautiful body. And that's what's truly very important to them. Like they really, they probably work hard for it and it's something that's very important. That's great. Just know that you're going to attract somebody that that's what they care about. They want, they probably have a great body too and fitness and working out and they want to be with you for that as the top priority. It could change later on, but that's what's attracting. And so the pressure for a female that attracts that type of 
man to maintain that body or to do that thing that we do called aging can be extremely stressful. So don't forget men and women, like whatever you use to impress is what you're also the type of person you're attracting. And that's from Jay Shetty, his eight rules of love. I think I have it right here. Eight rules of love. It's actually such a fabulous book. I've gotten it all marked up already. Give it a read. All right. And number four, number four, guys, just be vulnerable. Okay. Don't try to be like Fort Knox, like keeping it all in there. We call it like a Jolly Rancher hard shell and it's hard on the outside and it's hard on the inside. Don't be a Jolly Rancher. Just be vulnerable and honest. You know, if you're not feeling the date, if you're not feeling the connection, say it. Don't hem and haw about it. You know, it's, it's just frustrating. Um, and it's women are not looking for you to have this like overly feminine, long communication monologue. That's not, that's not what we're seeking. We just, we actually enjoy directness and for you to, if I say something and you don't agree with it, say you don't agree with it. You know, I'm open for a friendly debate. I think that's hot, you know, but be willing to be vulnerable, to share something about yourself. Think about right now, as before you go on your next date, think about something. What's something that shows vulnerability? Um, It could be like talking about like a dog you had growing up that you're really close to and you had to put the dog down. Like that's a nice vulnerable story. Now, I am not saying that you need to go on and on about like all the drama in your life and woe is me and this victim, like how horrible your life has been. We don't want that, but we just like some stories that show the emotional element of you and to show a little bit, you know, that you've been hurt before, that you've been sad before. Just a little bit, like have a story in your head. Like what's something that was really hard for you to deal with that you dealt with and be willing to share it. And on top of that, be willing to be vulnerable and just say what you want. For example, if you're not looking for a long-term relationship, if you truly are just looking for casual sex, say that, make that very clear. I mean, if a female doesn't like the fact that you say that, or maybe because you misled her from setting up the date, she had the understanding that you were looking for something long-term. So I can see why she would be frustrated. But for the most part, um, if you never really talked about that and then in the date, you decide to let them know like what it is you're looking for and she gets upset, that's on her. That's, that's personal to her. That's, that's not about you. Like you spoke your truth. And if you show up and you speak your truth, nobody can be at fault for that. If I speak my truth to a guy or anybody and he gets mad at me, I'm sorry. I, I can't control the fact that you're mad. I can't control the fact that you're upset because I know that I spoke my truth. I didn't mislead you. I didn't say one thing and mean another. I didn't sweep anything under the rug. I spoke my truth. And if you want to be upset, that's fine. And I'm sorry, but I spoke my truth. I showed you who I was. So that's very important. Just be vulnerable. And number five, number five is just start getting pretty obsessed with rejection. Rejection is good. Rejection in jobs, rejection in relationships, rejection from from all facets of our life is healthy for us. It teaches us to be more resilient. It guides us to what it is that we need. It's the universe's way of putting you on the right path. Rejection is what do they say is redirection. And most of the time when you're feeling upset about rejection, just realize that you're living your life from your ego and you're letting your ego get hurt and you're upset about that. But most of the time, it's really the right thing. I know it's cliche to say, but so many people say like the rejection that they had 
uh, where it ended up being the best thing ever. And I know it's hard to see in the moment, but get really good at rejection. And also see rejection as one closer step to getting what you need. Because if you're being rejected and you're showing yourself, you're showing who you are and you know your values and you're sharing those values and somebody's rejecting you, then that's not your person. And that's okay. Guys have such an ego. I mean, we all do, but men have like, the most insane ego and it's just it controls everything they do and they just can't stand the whole idea of somebody you know not wanting to drink their kool-aid so it's okay so be okay with rejection be healthy about it and if a female rejects you how you react is everything if you react in a healthy way if you show appreciation and that and you know that that's it's the right thing that you appreciate them being honest with you, then you never know. It could work out later. It's just not your time right now. So be good with it and show your healthy self-awareness when you do get rejected. Don't become an asshole. Don't get all poopy about it. All right, number six is gender roles. So gender roles, we've talked about in the past podcast, episode number seven. So if you want to hear more about feminine versus masculine energy, you can check that out. But gender roles is really important because women do, we have come a long way. Did you know that back in 1973, women could not even get their own credit card with their name on it? That's how far we've come. And although we have moved mountains when it came to women's rights and our careers and our ability to be self-sufficient, we still kind of live in the 50s when it comes to gender roles and dating. And these are things I've spoken about before, but it is things like we do, we want you to open our doors and we want you to pay for the bill, pay for the bill. Dates one through four, I'm gonna say dates one through four, you need to pay for the bill. Uh, if she offers to pay or if she offers to go half seas on it, say no. I always offer, I don't ever mean it. And when I do offer and a guy accepts it, I'm kind of pissed. I know it's not fair, it's not right, it sounds like, um, I just like I just like to feel taken care of because don't forget, going back to evolutionary psychology and the psychology of desire is women are supposed to be attractive. This is at the onset, we bring fertility and attraction and men bring security, support, resources. So that's our natural driver to want you to pay the bill. We will make up for it later, don't worry. Later on, if the relationship continues, and we, we will make up for it. And for guys that complain to me about how expensive it is to date because they have to pay for everything, I get it, I get it. But damn, do you know how expensive it is for women to date? Maybe we're not picking up the bill, but we most likely, we, we invest money in outfits for dates. I mean, there's dating outfits and there's work outfits and there's not both. So we invest a lot of money in our looks and in our outfits. Um, we invest money I'm not gonna get into all the things that women do. I can't disclose that. I gotta gatekeep that right now. But women do a lot of things and it can get very expensive because we gotta keep our stuff together and we work hard at it. And so a date can be very expensive. Uh, and so, yes, you're paying for the bill. But did you go buy a new outfit and do a bunch of facial treatments and, and you know get your hair done and blah, blah, blah? No, you did not. And if you did, that's you're, you shouldn't do that. So that's it. Just respect old school gender roles when it comes to being uh, in your masculine energy and pay for the date open the doors and plan the first one through four dates you plan it don't let them plan it and keep it simple but you plan it that's important 
And for number seven and eight, I'm going to combine these two because they do go hand in hand. And these are the concepts of reciprocity and curiosity. And it's so important. When, when I'm on a date, I can tell you when any female is on a date, whatever questions she's asking you, like if she's a good date, she probably is asking you some questions because she wants to, you know, get to know you a little bit, like dig into that. Uh, ask the same question back. It doesn't have to be robotic. You'd be like, oh, you can make it fun. Like, okay, well, same question back to you now. Cause she has her answer. There's a reason why she's asking you that question because she has probably a good answer that she would like to share. So ask her questions back. I think I'm a very outgoing person. So I'm going to always carry a conversation. If I'm on a date and the other person is not engaging or not talking, or they're just, you know, very, um, analytical and just not spirit fingers as we like to call these extroverts then i will carry the conversation but i'm not happy about it so if i'm asking you questions and you're not asking me questions back um no that's a that's a hard no for me and then along the side be curious like come up with some of your own questions like be curious about me about who i am and you know for example if somebody asked me what do you do for a living it irks me because I'll say, this happens 99% of the time. I'll say, this is my answer. I say, I'm an organizational psychologist, practitioner for companies. I do leadership development. Or I'll just say, I do leadership development for companies. And they say, oh, okay, that's interesting. Silent, and then I'll say, what do you do? But the thing is, in my head, I'm like, do you really understand what it is I do? What, are you afraid to ask questions? Because they might say to me, oh, I'm in, I'm, they might, it might be the most obvious thing, you know, I'm, uh, um, I don't know, what's an obvious job, uh, realtor, let's say that, I'm a realtor. I'm not, of course I know what a realtor is, but there's a lot of questions, like what kind of realty do you do? How long have you done realty? Um, are you, do you do it in this area? What got you involved in it? Tell me more, tell me more, tell me more. You know, like if I say what I do for a living, I'd like them to be like, huh, what, is, what does that mean? Like, what does that look like? Or who do you train? Or who do you teach? Or what company do you work for? Are you self-employed? Are you um, like, oh, there's like so many questions. So I don't know if guys, people in general just don't want to seem like they don't know, but it's okay. It's okay to say, I don't know what that is. Tell me more. If a guy says something to me and I'm like, huh? I have no idea what he just said. Oh my God, my cat just jumped on the thing. Then I am going to say to him, Tell me more. I have no idea what that is. Tell me more. So be curious, ask questions and show reciprocity. All right. And those are the eight tips that I have, but really just a reminder on your first date, your only goal, your only goal on your first date is to decide if you want to go on a second date. And if you make that your only goal, it takes a lot of pressure off of you. You're not trying to like, decide if you want to marry this person today and or like have spend the rest of your life with them. Like, how do you know that everyone's on their best behavior? You were on your best behavior on a first date. And I will say if that behavior is crap to me, I always think to myself, this is their best. This is their best. This is their best. So think about that for the female too. This is her best. If she's talking too much about herself, if she is just won't shut up, if she, uh, Whatever she's doing that's irking you, like that's, she's on her best, you know? But people are always, you know, a little nervous. And so you have to be somewhat forgiving. So your only idea is to decide if this is going to be 
this is going to be somebody that you want to go on a second date. You don't know about, there's, we don't know about third, fourth, fifth, or sixth, but do you want to go on a second date? And make sure you give yourself time before you make that decision. Don't decide in the date that you want a second date. And don't decide that you don't want a second date in the date, unless you're completely sure this person's not your, no, that's fine. But if you're kind of on the fence, don't decide. You need to go back home. You need to process it. You have to let all of your emotions and thoughts around it go into your executive brain, your prefrontal cortex to kind of be able to be more objective about it. So take time to process, to think it through. Ask yourself questions like, did this person drain me? Do, did I feel that I have energy after this date or did it, do I feel drained and exhausted after this date? That's a big indicator if there's compatibility between you. Um, and, and then decide if you wanna see them again. And if you do, there's no texting. Oh my gosh, I'm so over this whole like, don't text her, just wait. That's the lamest thing ever. Just text when you want to text and she's going to text you back like for all parties involved let's not do the thing where i'm going to wait and seem like i'm busy or mysterious if i'm not texting you i don't want to text you or i'm just busy and if i wait too long and then i finally text you i'm going to say i apologize for the long delay or i'll say like i'm so sorry i missed this i was busy i'll say it but if i otherwise i just there's no games come on we're too we're too old all right, so everybody, those are my eight tips um, for men. And I would love to hear your tips. I know there's gotta be other ones that we're not even thinking about. So let's get them out there, share them with me, send me a video or follow me on Instagram if you would like to learn more and have more of a support system um, around these concepts. And I look forward to sharing more with all of you. And if you like this content, if you've enjoyed this, please consider liking, sharing it. Uh, this is something that, as I've mentioned before, I am new to podcasting. I love it. Uh, I find it very therapeutic to get my thoughts out there. And and on Spotify, I'm doing this via video. On Apple, you can only listen to it via audio. But here we do uh, video as well, which I think is fun because I I don't know why I think it's fun. It's, it's, just, it's just fun. All right. I'm gonna let you go. Thank you, everybody. I will talk to you next week. Have a wonderful rest of your day. Bye.